Hey guys, Tim Shores from Gothridge Manor here. Uh, I just listened to an episode by Joe the Lawyer over there. He did uh, Power, like the, the Breaking the Thieves, I think is what it's called. Pretty good. It's a pretty good episode. If you haven't listened to it yet, I highly recommend it. He talks about the power bases of the different classes, how, uh, you know, fighters build it through martial forces and clerics through influence and religion and, and you know, their, their, their divine powers and, and basically, you know, mages through their own use of magic and, you know, uh, harnessing the, the esoteric powers of the world or whatever. And the thieves steal shit. Um, and, and it does come across, especially in the, the four class systems, he was discussing like the differences between rogue and thief. And I kind of generally agree with them. The name change is kind of to justify changing the, to the thief. I, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of that either. Doesn't bug me that much, but I would prefer to play a, a thief than a rogue. Um, rogues to me are different from what they're portrayed, but in the in the class systems now. But my take on the thieves, especially for their, their I think they gain their power not so much from stealing stuff, but that's part of it. But information is always the big thing that I think thieves get. That their their ability to gain information from unwilling folks stealing it or overhearing it or you know finding out other information to use against them kind of stuff is they think their their power base they are the while they cannot compete with any of the other forces so to speak I mean they can't take on the fighters head to head they you know they can't take on the mages you know a few band of mages come in there they could wipe out the entire thing or and clerics on their own and their followers that go with it but their power base is knowing what other people don't want other you know don't want known i think is what what their power base is at least in my game that's how i kind of run them they're they're the the power brokers of information now that's not not to say that they're omniscient, uh, doesn't mean that their information is wrong, doesn't even mean that their information that they're, they're putting out there is generally true. What they can do, though, is they can start spreading rumors in different places to maybe defame somebody with some false statements, too, on top of it. And, uh, I mean, all of them could do that, but I, I guess the way I see it is, like, a Thieves Guild is able to do that more efficiently than any other class and uh more effective is there a role for that i no not really but it's a matter of role playing and how you do your stuff because if you think about it if if thieves just survived on stealing shit why would there be like you know thieves guild in in town it wouldn't make much sense for the authorities to kind of know of this organization and uh, not do something about it and if you look at like modern day stuff some examples of that would be you know like organized crime that you have there's give and take there's bribes there's information that's so there's a reason for them to survive because not necessarily they may be a horrible thing 
horrible people and do horrible things, but they might have a charity where they have a bunch of, uh, let's just say, we'll call them orphanages. And while it looks like they're housing all these or orphans and getting them off the street and feeding them and that, well, they're also training them how to become better thieves and how to be better information gatherers and how to survive and uh, live in a city uh, on their wits. So they're basically just using it as a recruiting system as much as, you know, the outward appearance of it being a generous and kind thing to do. Well, this kind of takes the thieves away from the traditional thief where he's just basically a thief. To give them a little bit more than just uh, um, pickpockets and hide in shadows and all that stuff. Because that's not going to be enough for them. That's going to be part of what... That's the skills that they're going to use to get their power. But their power is, you know, in the end, like I said, information. And, and they do have a certain pull. you got to think about, like, especially traditional games. They're the ones who are going to know the ins and outs of places. They're going to kind of know maybe who is been in there and if you need like a someone to help out then you, you're going to need you know some sort of thief and everything and you got to think of it, the thieves guild in a way where it's an organization where it's, it's going to draw all the classes in a way like if you think about it you know you've got uh, clerics and you're going to have some fighters in there that are guards and and, and whatnot. You're going to also have that maybe in the Mages Guild. Have a few, I forgot, what did the, how was it, uh, Mage the Awakening call them? I forgot what they call them now. Goons or something like that. Protecting them. And then you have your Mages, you know, have some guys who are, uh, uh, and then fighters would, would probably recruit clerics from, because you got to think if a, if a cleric had a, a was god of war or something like that, he'd definitely have some some definitely fighters around him also. So you got to think the thieves. While it's almost like a bastion of those who are misplaced or or forgotten or not the unwanted, the unwashed, the forsaken. In other words, uh, it's gonna it's gonna be the the organization that draws in those people because they're gonna be um, kind of have that in common. And again, this is what's coming from my game. I you know I can't speak to everyone's uh, game like this, but so you're gonna have a whole bunch of different classes within this like thieves guild. And I don't even call them thieves guild as guilds as much as I do like you know organized crime organizations, and I tag them from different names. And you're going to have guilds that have different purposes. Uh, a few months back, I kind of did a motivation or a, a random tables for a bandit camp, and just to give different examples of how a bandit camp might work and what their motivations are. We could do the same thing with the thieves guild because it doesn't necessarily need to be all about stealing the king's jewels and have a bunch of money. Because if you if you do that, you're not going to be around for too much. 
because they're just, you know, the king's going to say, oh, you little fuckers, you took my, my, my family jewels, and uh, I'm going to go kill you now. Slash, slash, bash, bash, I'll find out where you are, because I have more money, I have more forces, and I will kill you. But if you have these skills, like, with some sort of purpose beyond that, because, I mean, the money is, is definitely... Uh, um, what I want to call it. It's a, a side effect of, of what they want to accomplish uh, or, or an requirement to get what they, to accomplish. Uh, like some thieves skills, like one of the thieves skills I have in mind and, and Rob Conley and I kind of, we've been playing so long, we kind of share worlds and a lot of stuff, a lot of our stuff overlaps, but we have this one organization that we share. It's called the Brotherhood of the Lion. <clears throat> and they're they're basically been around because they have more of a almost a religious purpose because they're they're uh, they kind of worship uh, Deliquane in my world and I think it's Mitra in Rob's world and uh, they they kind of have that purpose even though they kind of use that sometimes as a facade but it's kind of an it's an organization that people don't like but they want it around because in times of peace this organization is basically an annoyance you know they're your typical thieves guild and you got typical thugs who just kind of go around and steal stuff and sell stuff off and just you know get protection money from different folks but during times of war when they really were at their height of their popularity they were almost like consider them like the French underground resistance where they were fighting against those who were trying to take over the city so they worked against them in that case and in, in that instance these were you know helping normal people like they were giving people food that were starving and they were making sure they were they were stealing weapons from the enemy and giving them to the allies and so it had a purpose beyond with its stealing and and then there can be other instances where it's just a cult of personality where you've got just this, this guy you know just like you could with any type of organization where there's a single individual who has a very high charisma and very high being able to manipulate people to get him to do stuff and he has this personal agenda of building this around him and it could be as simple as he just wants this underworld kingdom to himself that uh, he's not looking to take over the crown but he is the crowned king of the unwanted and I had that in a place called the Undervillage where it was basically a small city where all the smugglers and pirates and thieves and murderers used to go and do business and and it was considered a sacred territory. While it wasn't wholly sacred, why it was sacred is, is if you didn't, there was certain rules there. You could, you could do business there, but if you went outside the rules, you were no longer permitted back in this place. And that was, you know, that's a pretty important contact for a lot of these underground folks. I mean, that was the hub of activity and the hub of information. And a lot of money and went through a lot of fingers and fence goods. I mean, if you steal 
a very recognizable item from the from an area where you're at you're gonna you're not gonna be able to sell it in that same area you're gonna have to go outside of that area and and get the money and uh, and so there's a lot of stuff that goes to that there's a, there's a lot of plays that a thieves guild could do beyond just the money there's reasons why they're stealing you know and I guess it's, it takes a little bit of work to really flesh it out beyond your generic um, you know generic organization that's just a stabby stabby steely steely kind of thing uh, and that's why I almost like thieves guilds the best they do take require more work in some ways but I think they're the better payoffs and oh god there's so many role-playing opportunities for that um, organization I know we had one game where, where there was uh, I'm trying to think now where, where my guy played a higher up in the thieves guild we just started out that way he was a very influential person in the city that he worked in he was actually even on the council and everything and what he was doing is he was building his own separate branch of the thieves guild he built it on its own and then integrated into it and used his money power influence to do it and the great thing about him is he had no combat ability whatsoever. He was strictly a money, charismatic, influencer kind of guy who just um, manipulated people to do what he needed and do what he wanted to get what he wanted. And basically, he was one of those guys who had power in the real world and power in the underworld. So, and that's what he wanted. And he... And he was just kind of slowly building that up, taking it step by step, because he didn't want to stick his head out to it. Because he knew if he tried to advance too fast, he wasn't going to last at all. So, But when you take a look at the Thieves Guilds, like uh, Joe said, uh, I really think when you think about their power base, you need to do a little bit more work in some ways. I mean, everything requires work, but the Thieves Guild... If you do the work ahead of time and find their niche and why they exist, why are they there? I mean, money is one thing. I mean, it's definitely a big influence. But ultimately, there's got to be a goal for the money. I mean, just having a hoard of silver and gold coins to sit upon like a chair is a very boring thing. I mean, a dragon hoard's nice, but it's only influential if you spend it not when you just hoard it so all right guys and joe thank you so much for the idea i i, I enjoyed it uh your thing so if everybody stop listening to me go listen to joe the lawyer so we'll talk to you soon guys and i hope you have a game tonight